what's up? Baby, let's go. Welcome to our website. We got loads of news and gossip for you today. But first, here's a new song. Lunchtime and the Brooklyn Cafe is open for business. Live from the Brooklyn Cafe studios, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat at the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. 
It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your host, Dawn and Freddy S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream making. If you have a story to share, or a movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in free, 888-994-4995 right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddy S. Welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe on a beautiful Tuesday afternoon, second day of spring. Mm, it's a good day of summer, the way the heat feels in here. It's only March. Second day of spring. And it's already like whew, warm in here. Happy second Tuesday to you. I got a scratch. You got to keep scratching that pop-up is all I can tell you. I wore my pop-up shirt today. I like it a lot. I know. I kind of, it's very clever. Valerie put this together. Very clever. Yeah, I can tell you, those pictures of your grandsons are spectacular. I they know. are so cute. Little Joey has a rash, so I hope he's feeling better. Oh, his birthday is coming up on Thursday. Any minute. Any minute now. Any minute now. So we've got a lot of stuff lined up. We're starting a little bit. Uh, I guess you have a guest in studio. Who are you looking for? Marley. Someone's looking for Marley. So can you help her out, please? Thank you. Marley's here with some handbags, so we've got that going on, Marley purses. We've got our good friend Denise Caesar joining us on VMix, all the way from New Jersey, talking about her book, Moments in Motion with Love. The book finally came out, so I'm excited to hear about that. We've got Ted Hodgkinson coming in of Roots and Wings, and I think we've got another guest coming on the 1 o'clock hour, VMix, who enjoy a cup of coffee with us. Oh, you sent that out? Not yet. But we got a lot of fun moving parts going on. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Please give us a call at the radio station right here at 888-994-4995. Studio A, we had a great show we did this morning that's going to be airing Thursday night. The Bitcoin show, that was unbelievable. Called Hoddle On with Michael Macchia. So that was a great hour, a lot of information. It was. I could have talked to him for days. American Airlines Arena is now being named in cryptocurrency. Well, I got some other news, just breaking news. Some other arenas are changing towards the uh, coinage as well. But the difference here is that they're saying that Miami is going to be the hub. They've got a big conference coming up this yeah. summer, I think it is, on cryptocurrency. Yeah. So it's yeah. pretty exciting. And, of course, no better segue, I think, than to introduce the executive producer of that show, of Hoddle On, her first big show, our very own Teddy Raphael. So congratulations to you on that show. Thank you. I'm really excited about it. It's actually, One. It's actually a unique show because he's alternating weeks a half hour in an hour opening up room for some major interviews yes and he has a lot in the works you're talking about who he had already talked to who he's already booked and it's definitely going to be ones you want to hear it's a lot of movers and shakers in the crypto business and in general business and um i don't want to give away too much but it's going to be a lot of newsworthy stuff it's definitely a show you want to tune into it'll be on internet it'll be on wwnn radio every thursday at seven o'clock, sometimes for an hour, uh, sometimes for half hour or so. Yeah. It's interesting in. because I talked to him today on the tape of what I wanted to do for the hour. And we went over everything and commercials and everything. And we didn't go that way. You just kept going. You go, but a lot of information. I mean, I learned a lot more and a lot more and a lot more. And those of you who are trying to get on some of these apps, just be patient because 
their backlog because everyone wants a piece of this pie. Very timely. So nice job for that going on with you. Thank you. And we got a big announcement. We big got some, some new, new leveling up up here. You want to make the news? You go for it. What did you go for? Female to female. <laughs> a lot of our crew, as you know, some of them are interns. Some of them have, are working for credit hours. Some of them are in school. And a lot of them are out of school. And Teddy, we are announcing, is our new executive director of Ant Media Productions, as she always has been in the, well, the past year. And now she has an official title. Cards and she is definitely the one who we scream Teddy all day long. Freddie goes, Teddy! <laughs> so Teddy is now the executive director of Amp2 Media Productions. And going along with that, you've got some announcements to make. I do. So one, I'm really excited to be the executive director. Um, it's something I never thought I would get an official title for. So thank you guys a lot because it means a lot to me to have, you know, I don't know the, the validation of everything that I do. And I'm really excited that as my first duty, I get to talk about three of our amazing producers who I'm really happy also have validation of what they do. So first, I want to talk about Hector, who has been here the absolute longest, who has done the most amazing uh, visual productions, is now going to be our official senior graphic designer, which is a huge step up, I think, from the longtime animator that he's always been to be official senior graphic designer. Uh, Mr. Slick, who's slightly off camera, but he's right next to me, is the floor and distribution manager. <laughs> I'm very excited to see you embody. Embody, And Miss Valerie, who is on board doing our lovely applause, is the operations manager of the Brooklyn Cafe TV, which she's been doing forever, and she's do been doing an amazing job. And again, it's just validation. You guys are all amazing, every single one of you. When you and I started, it was you and me and a little cam, and we could not do it without every single one of you, including every intern, every producer, every bit of what we've got going on here, some of our crazy, all of it. And it's funny because my condolences to you guys, because what's, <laughs> um, what's about to take place is that we are stepping up what we want to do um, in different venues in Boca and elsewhere. And you're going to be seeing new platforms come out. Um, and these particular four people, one, two, three, four people, uh, we are going to be entrusting them with the house as we go on to open up new venues. And I made a promise to myself five years ago um, that I wanted to know more television presence and things of that nature. And I think that the house is well taken care of in here. And that's one of the reasons, one of the reasons, one of the reasons that we are pushing to have them upfront and personal. Um, I've been in contact today, I've been on the phone, and there are some new venues that are coming out, which I will let them in, and we'll be able to send it through Teddy and everything else, but there are some new things that are happening because as this thing is getting better and better, we're gonna get back to where we were a year and a half ago um, if anybody who's been with us knows what that means, it's an exciting time. So, that being said, congratulations to you guys. You don't see the full picture yet, but you will. And it That's will make sense part. to you. <laughs> Everything in this place, including that banner up there, has a reason. And you shall soon find out what that reason is. Yes, I'll find out with you. <laughs> yeah, so, we're all learning on this journey together, but 
I got to tell you, our crew is spectacular. Every single one of them is amazing. Blake and Dan, if you stay with us, you'll see the craziness and the fun that we get to have here. But well-deserved and well-earned. And the good, the bad, and the ugly of this business, but mostly good because they are our family. So congratulations to you all. Thank you. So I'm excited to have them. I'm also excited. We have a longtime friend with us who's been sitting on VMix for about 15 minutes. So let's bring in Denise. I met Denise back in the summer when I was doing that program. She's got tea soup, but her first book is out. We can't hear you, Denise. I think you're muted. You're muted. Unmute. Hit the dismute button. The unmute button. The unmute button. The unmute button. What is this mute? Let us know when she gets audio, guys. But wow, a lot of stuff coming. A lot of you're very quiet over there. You know what that means? What? It means I'm a little scared because when he gets quiet, she's not sending us audio. All right, Denise, check your audio and Jay Harmon says congratulations, everybody. So Jay Harmon is going to be doing his show today at 2:30. All right, I'm going to text Denise, but while we're doing that, let's send it over to camera three. We've got Marley in the house. I'm. Handbags is my thing. I'm sitting here holding this. Marley purses. Fish leather purses. Yes, I met Marley, and I spoke to Marley, and I told Marley that what she does is, again, people that are getting back into the swing of business, we call that getting out from under the rock. Are and they really made from fish leather? Yes. Yeah. Like from fish fish? Yes. $8, She has a mic, right? Tilapia. Ms. Lee, does she have a mic? Where is it? You got to hold your mic. I'm sorry. Say that again. Uh, they are made of tilapia skin, the fish. Tilapia skin. Yeah. It goes through in uh, to the same process as any other leather, just small pieces. How did you even come up with this idea? This is unbelievable. Environmentally friendly and sustainable fashion and is one that a kind I made the handbags. And they're vegan because they're fish, so it's not made from, right? Yes. It's, I mean, most of the material that I use is tilapia skin and I mix it with cow leather. So it's helping our environment. What do you mean it's vegan? You're there are people it. that are vegan that will not use anything made from cowhide. Oh, that is very true. Or anything. They won't touch it. No, so this is wow. from fish. Molly, where are you from? I am from South Brazil. And is, this, is this a big thing in, South, in Brazil? Uh, in Brazil, yes. It started years ago. And in Europe as well. But here is still kind of very new for fish skin. So I imported the fish skin from Brazil and then I make the handbags here in Boca Raton. So you make the bags off the skins? I buy the, 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 fa the leather, as uh -huh. you can see. Uh -huh. The colors, I choose the colors, as I wa uh, which colors I want. And then I make the handbags. I cut it. I have the sewing machine, and I put everything together. You do this all by hand by yourself? Yes. I have three machines, and I work in the garage. I can't believe this is made from tilapia skin. Yeah. I mean, the bags are magnificent, but 
fish skin. That's unbelievable. Well, look at the bags, though. The bags are unbelievable. How long have you been doing this? Uh, two years here, but back in my country, I have been working with handbags maybe more than 20 years, but never made fish skin, only cow leather. Totally different. And what's the response you're getting from people? It's, it's still slow because then the pandemic hit, so I still work on marketing and all that. So it's just in the beginning. It's really unbelievable. And what are some of the price points? Is it less than like cow leather? Uh, it, it's like handmade here, so it's one of a kind. So it's like goes from 250 to 900, 1,000. So it depends how many hours point. I take to make them. So the small ones take, take around four hours, the bigger ones eight hours each. So it depends how many I'm making at once, but I make all different, no. And they last probably forever because they're made. The durability. Yeah, the actually the handbag is not so heavy because the cow leather is a little heavier. Ah. So the fish leather is very thin and it's not heavy. So it's really, you are not, holding a handbag already heavy before you putting your stuff in so is it durable yes it is, it if is you can try to 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 force the fish skin there and you will see it's going it's not going anywhere you know and the maintenance i know cow leather leather bags you have to oil them you have to clean them what's the maintenance on fish leather you just need to be careful like if you get dirty a little bit you put a, get a cloth with water and just clean it but you don't usually should put oil or anything on it at the fish yeah but it can get wet fish. and everything how does it hold up in the sun it's no problem no doesn't problem. discolor yeah only if you leave it like a week two weeks or three weeks in the sun you know then you, even if you put clothing out, it's like colorful and you know the color gets off, but it's no. What's your most popular piece? Uh, this one. And what, what is that one? Crossbody. A crossbody. Because yeah. it holds a lot. Yeah, because it's small and has two zippers in, so, it, so you can put your cell phone in the front and then your credit cards and your, some money in the back, so it has options, so you know. When you want to get something, where is it? In the front zipper or in the back zipper? Blake, can you bring me that back? Can I take a look at it up here? Yeah. Let's see this most popular bag. I'm excited because the crossbody bag. If you saw if you saw some of the bags that our crew comes in with, you would like. This is oh wow, this is beautiful, and you've got the pink on it also. Yeah. Is it all leather, uh, all fish? What is the strap Fish in made the of? front, uh, just a piece on the back is made of cow leather, and then in the middle is all fish, and the front fish as well. So the pink details are made of cow leather. Do you make men's wow. wallets? Uh, some, yes. I somebody told me you make men's wallets. Yeah, I didn't bring it today. Of course not. This is beautiful. This is great because it's double. You've got double, double the wear, double yeah. the storage. What a beautiful bag. And how'd you come up with the logo? Because of what it's made from? Yeah, because it's made of fish. And then Marley, it's my name. So it's a win-win. How beautiful. It feels you, how lightweight it is. Have you ever heard anybody make a, wow, this is. Nice. I've never heard of a fish skin bag. 
Wow. And do you know anybody else that does this? No, not here. This That's is, amazing. This is smart. This is very smart. I've never heard of a fishkin bag. You know what would be really cool and with this bag? I'm going to redesign a bag. If those separated. Yeah. And like with a magnet. Oh, I see it. Maybe. And then you can have a smaller one or you can have the bigger one. So it can be like thin for a night out. Or you can be double for like a day walking on art fairs. Well, she can make anything you want, right? Yeah, I know. Here I, I am redesigning bags. So I like a really strong <laughs> magnet. So it closes and when you're not using it, you can have your logo on the outside of the magnet. Yeah. When it's just one. Look, her friends are watching me too, right? And if not, it goes that way. Two or one. She will design anything you want. Because <laughs> I'm always redesigning things. It's funny. I, um, I knew a hand maker, a bag maker in Puerto Rico, oh. O San Juan. And they used to do them in the store. Um, and I took my ex-wife there. And it cost me like $1,200. But they built the bag right there. It was a, it was a pretty big bag. It was bigger than this. Mm. Um, and it's funny because... She never used it. She was afraid to use the bag. And I look at this stuff. This is really different. Unique. Very Unique. beautiful. Beautiful. I love the pink trim and all of it. This is fantastic. How do people get the bags? Uh, online, marleypurses.com, or on the Facebook, um, you, and on Instagram as well, at marleypurses. These are beautiful. I'm hey, telling you, so lightweight. And you, you got to remember that if you ever give anybody a bag, you got to put money in the bag. You cannot give an empty bag. <laughs> that is true. It's the same thing when you buy a new car. Did you know when you buy a new car, you're supposed to throw money in the car? Yes. And you knew that. 18, well, in our religion, 18 cents in a red bow. I don't know what you in do. Puerto Rican religion is a dollar they won't change. <laughs> 18 cents, and now everyone in my family, they take the money from the other car, and they just transfer it in. 18 cents. Yes, because no, 18 is big box, Big box, big box. I'm going to hang with you more often. Yeah, you got to put 20s and 30s. Check it out, marleypurses.com. This is incredibly lightweight. This is yeah. unbelievable, because i got to tell you, sometimes I look at bags, and they're heavy when they're empty, and I weigh it down like a suitcase. All of our crew does. We throw so much in it that when you start with a heavy bag, what do you put in it? But this is amazing. Really, Thank really you. incredible. Beautiful bag, too. Thank you. Check it out, marleypurses.com. Let's take a commercial break. I think we've got Denise on the line with us when we come back. And then we got Roots and Wings in the house. So stay tuned, and we will be right back. been in conjoint business for 10 years. They have been working around the clock nonstop to promote over 500 shows and businesses reaching all over South Florida. With added platforms such as social media live streaming, podcasts, and the specialty of live radio, it has never been easier to get your voice heard by millions of listeners. To amplify your impact and start your show today, contact Amp2TV at 866-224-5422. That's 866-224-5422. The way you live your life says a lot about you. The way you choose to commemorate your lifetime can say even more. It's a single event that speaks volumes. 
So how do you celebrate a life? Dignity Memorial Providers believe that your memorial service should be as unique as you are, reflecting your personality and your passions. It should be a perfectly tailored send-off, a fitting tribute for family and friends to celebrate the person they love. We're professionals at catering to your every need, right down to the catering. In fact, no detail is too small. So when it comes time for a fitting tribute, we'll see that your final wishes are beautifully fulfilled. It's what Dignity Memorial Providers are known for. And why you should rely on us to see that your life is well celebrated. I'm Tracy McDonough, owner and founder of Healing Moments. Healing Moments is a healing playroom, a mind-body-spirit center. Our service is love and compassion, and the environment is soothing, peaceful, and inviting. Every area is designed for healing and peace. We deliver services such as massage therapy or lymphatic drainage, energy healing, and Reiki chakra balancing, physical vascular therapy for circulation and pain, vibrational medicine using frequencies and oils, and music in order to calm and relax your mind, body, and spirit. We also offer detoxification services using infrared sauna, ionic foot baths, and power plates. All of our modalities are designed to reduce stress, anxiety, induce relaxation, relieve pain, and provide detoxification and inflammation reduction for optimal healing and wellness. Hi, I'm Robin Weiss, and I'm a rhinestone artist and rhinestone art instructor. 12 years ago, when I retired from my nail business, I decided to become a rhinestone artist. But then I soon realized there was nowhere that I could go to find the adequate combination of tools or even instructions of how to go about enjoying this craft. My passion for this beautiful medium we know as rhinestones and what I knew they could create drove me to figure out a way to create this magical craft that I now teach. I have developed the perfect rhinestone crafting starter kit, which contains the perfect rhinestone crafting pickup stick. I created this kit to help others and to show you that rhinestone crafting is a craft whose time has come. Filled with fun, rhythmic, and therapeutic, the amount of items that you can cover is endless. Not to mention the places this craft will take you and the people you will meet if you should decide you want to get to artist level. You can watch my creations and watch me work on the Brooklyn Cafe TV show 
every Thursday, where I'll be blinging for Dawn and sometimes Freddie. While we enjoy each other's company, I'll be bringing you the most beautiful and fun creations to inspire you to try this craft. You can also find me on Real Housewives of Bling at Instagram and also my Facebook group. That is where I'll show you all of my crystal creations while you follow me on my rhinestone journey. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. Back at the Brooklyn Cafe, kind of a busy commercial break say, there. We went from having nobody to having. Everybody. Well, we started a little bit later because we did our, our Bitcoin show that we were so excited about. And I think everyone's starting to set up their accounts between the airing and, and all of this. A lot of things going on, but Marley, these bags are unbelievable. They are so lightweight. Check it out, MarleyPurses.com for more information, and we can get that to you. And I think we've got Denise on the line coming to us from New Jersey. Moments in motion with love. Let's see if we got her on. Maybe. Maybe. Val, do we have Denise? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Thanks, Valerie. We got gotcha. you. You can hear me. Hi. How are you doing? First, I want to say I'm from Staten Island, New York, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm from New York. Are you New York? I'm sorry. No, that's okay. No worries. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Excited to tell you about my book. I know we met way back in August, I think that was, that we did the first interview. Val, that's the wrong name. Can you take that down, Valerie, and let's put Denise's name up, please? Thank you. It's that kind of thing. Dawn, it's that kind of day. I feel you. I feel <laughs> it's all good. That's how we rock and roll. But it's kind exactly. of serendipitous yeah. that you're on right now instead of being on an hour ago when you were supposed to be because our one o'clock after you, we've got a whole lot of education going on here. We've got Roots and Wings. We've got someone here from our county school district talking about what's happening in the school systems down here with the past year so having you on right now is actually perfect timing are you back yes. into the schools right now well i've been working you know i'm a speech language pathologist i've been working in the schools uh, remotely we some are hybrid and fast, but i am working home remotely doing speech therapy and how's everyone doing this so you're doing it from home how are the kids doing with it so that that is why my book. I don't know if you. I don't know if we talked about this. This is how the book came to be um, last year in March when the pandemic hit. We were all in lockdown, and uh, you know, I was I was actually writing an adult book prior to this. But when I saw the disconnect and the sadness and everything going on with the children and how um, 
very affected they were. We as adults, we couldn't cope with it, but the children had nothing, had nothing. So I went to sleep one night, you know, this is gonna sound a little bit crazy, but it's not. I went to sleep praying for them because that day I was crying with one of my students. He was so upset. And I went to sleep saying, please give, give me an answer. You know, I, I, I need to do something for these kids. And lo and behold, I woke, I woke up with a bug. And of course, I woke up my husband. He thinks, you know, why I'm doing these things. I'm like, oh my God, I wrote a bug. He's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then I proceeded to have a bug and I texted my publisher and said, hold on the adult book because something just happened. And with that, I read it to her, but prior to reading it to her, I read it to my son, who's now a senior, he's ready to graduate from college in May right now. Um, when I read it to him, well, authentic tears that flowed from him as a 20-year-old, that I knew that I knew I had something there. Tell us about the book. So you had this dream and you wrote the book overnight. It was just there for you. I, I, I literally wrote the book in my sleep, yeah. Well, share with us about the book. And you, let's see the book. Let's see the book. Oh, my God, this book is something else. Oh, my goodness. Moments in motion with love. Um, so you know my company, T-Soup. That's uh, the, the tagline was always with me because of my whole situation with my voice. And, you know, I lost my voice 15 years ago. Um, but moments in motion with love because during this time of our lives right now, that is really all we have. And we have to hold on to this. And writing this book for the children really was something to help them connect with themselves, with nature, and the world around them. Because right now, a lot of people are out of control. They don't want to know how to ground themselves. So it's a, a lot of, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a book to, to bring you back to grounding and to bring you back. Children need that. We need that. I mean, I've spoken to a lot of people that have said this book is even for adults. So it's, it's amazing. Can you give us a little synopsis? Oh, or maybe a little passage? Yes, because people are here. They're they're wanting to know more about the book, and they're like ready to crawl into the monitor. So they're like, and so so the the the, the thing is is it's it was dedicated to the, all the beautiful children, hoping this story lets you know how precious you are in this world. So there are. Um, so we start out, and I'm not going to read the whole book, but we kind of pose a question, moments in motion with love. What does that mean? I'm going to share with you one of my very favorites. Um, and then I'll tell you a little bit of this snippet because I have, this book is for educators, it's for parents, it's for children, it's for grandparents, because in the back there are, I added activities, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But um, I'm going to show you mine. Okay, I'm gonna read it. The trees have wisdom. They have been here a very long time. So many moments they have seen. Listen, I don't know if you can see it. Mm -hmm. Yep. So there's so much to be said about this, especially I see your set. There's all trees behind me, so it's apropos that I picked it up. <laughs> um, there, there's so much to be said about listening and, and being in the moment and, and really be, be grateful, being 
just just being able to hold on to this moment. So um, I don't know what else. I don't want to read the whole book because uh, that yeah, we don't want to give it away. We don't want to give it away because everyone needs it. But what I'm going to share with you, I added an affirmation, a daily affirmation for children, as well as other things in the back, like a glossary explaining some of the word meanings. You know, as an educator, because I'm a speech language pathologist, I. I put at the end a lot of great stuff to kind of incorporate the whole book to really understand it. But I have a daily affirmation for the children. This is a beautiful bookmark that I've created. But it says every day they should say this to themselves because there's one thing believe. I am loved. I am courage. I am right. I am brave. I am so important in this moment. That is amazing. I love that so much. Actually, last night I was watching whatever I was watching. And one of the things they were saying was every morning when you wake your children up, it shouldn't be, what are you eating? Let's get dressed. Let's go to school. It should be with a positive affirmation. And here's what I'm thinking. As I'm watching this show last night, I'm thinking, but it's not about, as parents, us giving them the positive information, the positive affirmation. We want them to wake up with their own positive affirmation. So here you have this in the book that they can actually read it to themselves, say it, write their own. I think that's more impactful than us as parents giving it to them, right? Because what we say is what we say. You always say you don't know your kids. What they say is what will keep them strong. So I love that idea. So so if I tell you, when I go through the book, I tell them, I tell them in the book, you are loved, you are light, you are brave, you are courage. But exactly, at the end, I want them to take ownership of what they feel for themselves. Now, um, there's also, I'm going to show you this too, because I know you will love it. So my book is a kaleidoscope of the image of the images in my book. Um, I give them a kaleidoscope to fill in their feelings, how they feel about it. So there's so you know, being distanced like this away from each other, if you were feeling this book right now, if you were actually holding it, and if you read it from beginning to end, you would feel, I had a moment's emotion, Zoom with my family and friends. If I tell you there's not a dry eye in the room because everybody held on to that moment and the book just lifted them up. I, I have an idea that maybe we can incorporate this into the school we're working with. Yes, I can I tell you something that started? Can I On my website, if you go to denisecaesar.com, I have a, a thing that I'm doing, it's called Love Ambassadors, and anyone that has my book, we put up the picture of the kids, I have videos, I have kids holding the book, we started this thing, a Love Ambassador. So if you get this book and you love this book, your job is to share it. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to cry now because I get very emotional about this because, you know, I went to sleep and woke up with this book. And when my publisher was doing the cover with me, which I love, if you feel this book, I, I can't even tell you. I know it's, it's silly what I'm saying, but it's like it's a soothing feeling just holding the book. But my name what she 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 made it it was my it was a little bit bigger than this and i told her this book is not about me make my name smaller this is not about me make my make my name smaller she made it a little bit smaller she would not listen to me that much but 
I have to say, this book is for the children and my book could serve different purposes. Uh, my purpose is to help. So if my book sells, I can give back and just keep helping. That's really my purpose. That's really my life's purpose is to help children. I do have children now as an educator, but I think I need to go one step further now and I'm moving into touching more. You know, I touch my students and they go, I need to touch the world. Well, Denise, we're working with a school here in South Florida, and we're teaching podcasting from kindergarten wow. through middle school. And we went yesterday, we taught the first class, and we left thinking we need to find a way to reach the little ones. The middle school, they're easy. They understand what a podcast is. They know how to do it. By next week, they're good to go. The little ones, we, we're sitting here thinking all day long what we're going to be teaching them and how are we going to get them to come to us and understand and you have the perfect book so i'm going to order a book and with your permission i would like to incorporate this into a podcast whether some of them color whether some of them write out these affirmations and the other ones get to read it i think this would be what do you think i think it's uh, it's an interesting approach absolutely you know because they're all about, everyone's about love somewhere or another that's exactly. what it's all about yeah. at the end of the day if I, if I, um, you know, I mean, we don't have to go into my story about me losing my voice, but I never really lost my voice because I always had love. <clears throat> so that, that's the truth. Love, love is the answer. And we, we can buy the book right. on your website, denisecaesar.com. So, I'm not, so I'm, what I'm going to tell you, I, if you want an autographed copy, I would buy it for my website. Um, I am on Amazon. I'm on barnesandnoble.com. I am on um Indie books, if you want to get it from your local bookstore, but for you, Tony, my friend would like to get a personalized copy. <coughs> Thank you yes. so much. I can't wait to get it. I'm going to order it and see how we can incorporate it starting next week. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. You know, there are some things that are copyrighted. You know, we got to talk let's about chat. Maybe things. you have a curriculum that goes along with it that we can work with. Well, the curriculum is at the back, back of the book. There's a lot of great of things. It is. <laughs> I love you so. I love you so much right now. Yes, of course. There's a curriculum, a curriculum at the end of the book. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? The curriculum is already there because I have all the look. I'm going to show you how the coloring. Even better. Wow, oh, Teddy, yeah. you never okay. slick. And Teddy, I got to tell you, you guys, they came with us yesterday to do this class. There you I go, have, slick. Let, let me I have the glossary because you have to break down the truth that the children really understand yep. and I believe to accept something as true and to you know to feel 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 sure of the truth you know so it's in their language so yes we have to talk more about that but I think just this alone the affirmation I have schools if you go on my website you'll see the artwork that they did in the schools I've been I am looking at that. That's what I'm well, sitting here looking at. I love this. I love what they did on Believe. Do you see it? Yep. Believe I am loved. I am light. I am courage. I am bright. I am brave. I am so important this moment. I love this. Did you did you look at the website? You yeah, I'm on your website now and looking at the, the colors, the hearts. I want you to look, go to the love. There's a love ambassadors, but at the bottom, there's the, the work in the classroom. You'll see they did hard work. Love ambassadors. Let's check this out. Oh my gosh. So cute. Oh my, 
and we need more kids on there. Well, I got a lot of kids. I mean, I yeah, personally yeah. have a lot of kids. We're working with a lot no. of kids. And sitting right here, right. we've got the entire Palm Beach County School District sitting right here. So you no, want kids? Oh, but They're laughing. You think? No, I'm not kidding. Can you guys put on camera two, please? Put up two. I'm not no, kidding this, you. This, yeah, you don't understand. Like the universe knows that we all need to be together in this book. <laughs> we just need to jive in. And, and Ted knows because Ted knows this happens all the time, right? You guys put up camera, and there you have it. I kid you not. Oh my goodness! You don't, <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't even. You want to talk about the universe, the universe is sitting right in front of you. <laughs> I'm not talking about the universe. The universe speaks volumes. The universe, God came in me in my sleep. So, so that, that's all I have to tell you. <laughs> Denise, you are but, amazing. All right, well, I'm going to order your book today. Yes, please do. Please order it from me on my website so you can order it copy. Um, all right. Can you have, get it to me overnight? Have, Oh, we can we can try. <laughs> we can try, girl. By the end of the week? Yes. She wants it in oh the next God. ten minutes. <laughs> Who would have um, Can you get me to Florida in the next ten minutes that I'm coming? Absolutely. Well, I can't wait to get uh, you be here. Be careful what you wish for. That's another Looking forward to get you here because what I'd like to do is after we go through the curriculum with the kids, I want to bring you in on Zoom and they get to meet the author. So more yes. to come with that so a lot of stuff to do i want to have them meet you virtually and um bring you in on zoom and after they go through it they'll get to meet you that is it'll be a, my pleasure and um i'm creating an audio book myself right now to kind of share when i have the zooms that we're doing so yeah exactly awesome. all right more to come well, denise we'll chit chat later let's take a commercial break yes. denise caesar.com incredible congratulations yes. to you Thank you. Thank Moments. you so much. It's so nice to meet you. Palm Beach, Palm Beach School <laughs> yeah, District. Yeah, exactly. In your school. <laughs> Moments of motion yeah. with love. Let's take a commercial break. When we come back, we've got more coming to you. We've got Roots and Wings in the house. We've got Palm Beach County Schools. We've got a lot of stuff. You never know what they, you, you're, I know. I don't know what else to tell you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Looking for a place to get your ice cream fixed. Look no further than Cold Stone Creamery. At Cold Stone, we make our ice cream fresh every single day in store. We have over 20 different ice cream base flavors and over 30 different mix-ins to choose from. We also have plenty of signature creations if you don't want to go ahead and choose your own. To end your creation, you could put it in one of our freshly made waffles. We have ice cream cakes, ice cream sandwiches, milkshakes, smoothies, banana splits, sundaes, and so many other things for you to come check out and enjoy. We are the official ice cream store of the Brooklyn Cafe. Hope to see you soon. And remember, if a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Have you ever felt that your voice goes unheard? And you think that you can make a difference if only someone would listen. It's time for women in business to have a place to step into your power. A platform to embrace your hopes, dreams, and your visions. A voice to heal and restore. Your voice can make a difference. We have a platform you deserve to share your story and let your voice be heard. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself the chance to be heard and shine bright. Contact New Dawn Media by texting CAFE 
255-212. That's C-A-F-E, 255-312. Or call us at 866-224-5422. Your voice can make a difference. AMP Media Productions is proud to announce their affiliation with Comcast Corporation, producing television commercials for Florida. We have a unique opportunity for businesses or individuals to place a commercial on 21 channels with a reduced rate that has never been seen before. You can have an amazing commercial, just like these, made for you and your business. For more information, call us at 866-224-5422 and join the AMP Media family. Looking for a cool, laid-back space with great people and even better drinks? You can't lose. The Artful Dodger, Boca Raton's hidden gem. A good, old-fashioned local bar is hard to come by, but not anymore. The Artful Dodger is a fun, casual place to sit back and relax. Located at 495 Northeast 20th Street in Boca Raton, you'll find your new favorite bar. The Artful Dodger. Dr. Laura Alec. A licensed psychologist practicing in both Florida and New York with over 20 years of experience addresses the negative thoughts that are keeping you stuck in your lifestyle patterns. Dr. Alec works with children, teens, and adults from anxiety and depression to eating disorders, addiction recovery, and medical issues. Making a deep interpersonal connection is a magical part of the therapeutic relationship. Contact Dr. Laura at 516-635-6186 or at lauraellick.com for a personalized consultation. It's time to remove the blocks that are preventing you from achieving your dreams. Call Dr. Laura Ellick at 516-635-6186 or at L-A-U-R-A-E-L-L-I-C-K dot com. The way you live your life says a lot about you. The way you choose to commemorate your lifetime can say even more. It's a single event that speaks volumes. So how do you celebrate a life? Dignity Memorial Providers believe that your memorial service should be as unique as you are, reflecting your personality and your passions. It should be a perfectly tailored send-off, a fitting tribute for family and friends to celebrate the person they love. We're professionals at catering to your every need, right down to the catering. In fact, no detail is too small. So when it comes time for a fitting tribute, we'll see that your final wishes are beautifully fulfilled. It's what Dignity Memorial Providers are known for. 
and why you should rely on us to see that your life is well celebrated. Celebration of a lifetime begins here. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. Hey, Slip, what do you think if she has those wallets? I think it'd be kind of cool for inside the mind of a man. Listen, the inside the mind of a male? Piranha skin? Piranha skin. Tilapia skin. That was pretty cool. Piranha skin. Those bags are made from tilapia skin. Isn't that interesting? From fish skin? I Why know, are you so interesting. I dated women that were made of tilapia skin. <laughs> wow. I got to tell you, we got new friends of in the house, you did. and you're already. Of course you did. Of course you did. Wow. It's a good thing that don't tell me we had no guests today. I don't think I've talked to you yet today. I haven't had two words <laughs> with you today. And we got three meetings already afterwards. All right, where I are we now? I don't even think we've had where a conversation today. I'm excited. So check out denisecaesar.com to get your autographed book, Moments in Motion with Love, and her story. I hope her story is in there. Um, she was in a bad, bad accident 15 years ago and lost her vocal, had damage to her vocal cords. And as we always say, God does have an interesting sense of humor because she's a speech pathologist. So one of those things that you just never know what's going to happen. And I met her in a networking group and she's in New York, all the, and dealing with the pandemic and what it's done for the kids. And this book, I can't, I'm going to order it on Amazon to get it quick and then I'll order a second one to get an autographed copy. But it's all about the kids. It's all about spreading love. Because right now, if we could do anything over again, like we talked about this morning, it would be about spreading more love, less fear, less panic. Yeah, we got to get started with that. So you know what? No better way to start than with our kids, with our youth. Get them reading, get them sharing, touching, feeling, all of the things that we talked about yesterday. Because kids are still tactile learners. You can see it, hear it, but there's nothing like touching it and taking a crayon and drawing your feelings and all of those things that we're going to get to do. You never knew podcasts had crayons. The purple crayon. Harold in the purple. See, you even remember. I'm getting texts. Apparently, doing the book is coming. Today? Yes. Okay. To do that voiceover. Oh, perfect. For Ronnie. Even better. More to come. But I'm excited. We've got some longtime friends in the house and new. We've got Ted Hodgkinson and Alan Ross. Roth, sorry, with Roots and Wings, and they, brought, stick with Alan. <laughs> and they brought Jamie Wyatt with them. I'm excited, and I know, I feel so sorry if you want to, this will remind you of a bad movie. When Freddie puts this on. Why is it a bad movie? Because there's, there's a, a guy I look, I who like I can't. I the quarterback from the Kansas City Chiefs. No, you look like Will Ferrell in Step Brothers. <laughs> wow. He, have you seen? He put it on, All right, and then who, he had the mask wait on. Wait a minute, who's laughing in the background? <laughs> who is that? <laughs> 
Who is that? Was that Blockhead? Blockhead in the house. Blockhead, Blockhead, come here. I'm going to make him wear this. I want you to wear this. No, it's all over the place. Wait, this is good. So when you're jogging down, when you're jogging down Second Avenue, get over. Where are you going? Are you going to Albuquerque, New Mexico? He doesn't want to walk in front of the camera. Well, walk around. That's right. Don't and we got some new brain. mass, and we got a founder's yeah. report. We got a lot going on, but you know what? We got to find out what's going on in our school system. So, like we say, you never know how the universe lines up when you guys come. And Denise there, and we've actually started a podcast class. We're excited with Space of Mind. Yeah, I want which you is to really that. exciting. Put it on. Let me see what you look like. And don't take it off until I tell you. That. That's it. Just leave it right there. No, don't, put it over your, don't put it over your eyes. It ain't that kind of movie. There you go. You said it, I didn't. But there you go. Yeah. Keep little, it like that. A little like Richard Simmons. He looks <laughs> you know, he looks like Richard Simmons' brother, but that's okay, too. <laughs> it's all good luck. Tell us what's rootsandwingsinc.org. Perfect. Tell us what's happening with Roots and Wings. What's happening in the schools, Roots and Wings. Welcome back. Well, th thanks, th thanks for having us. We are uh, frustrated and yet uh, encouraged that um, we're still able to do the... Um, Let's make sure it's on. Well, you are going to get frustrated some more. Are they, are they never but taught me any of this line. in school. You know, when you walked in here, I knew you were frustrated. I could tell. So I was always... I've never been frustrated. You know, if the microphone was over there, it would have been the same um, thing. Uh, We've been frustrated all year. All, we were in, on such a high uh, in March, before, right before the pandemic hit, because in our Above and Beyond Awards, where we honor the teachers, we go into the classrooms, we, we get the privilege of making the teachers cry when we ask the students, what makes, what makes uh, your teacher a great teacher? And the teachers just cry when they hear, you know, oh, she's nice or sweet, or she doesn't yell at me when I make a mistake. And then in our after-school reading program, which is uh, called Project Uplift, we, we had gained, uh, with 50% of our kids, we gained a whole year's worth of reading knowledge. And there's nothing better than seeing a child eyes light up, seeing a smile on their face, and knowing that they're making progress, because after school, when during the day they may be frustrated or have another child say something mean to them, in our program we reshuffle the kids based on what they need to know. We put them in small groups of 10. So if you haven't mastered the font art of phonics, you get a certified teacher from that school who wants to teach you teaching you phonics. And all 10 of you need to know the phonics in order to get to the next stage. And you're cheering for yourself. So there's nothing better than giving a child some encouragement, giving a child some, some sense of worth and value, uh, and, and allowing them to understand that they can do it. Well, school and, shut uh, down in March, essentially. And then, and then March came, and the school district and, and the world was unprepared for this. So um, where's the food coming from? Where's the... You know, we can, how can we get to school? We don't have transportation. Uh, one computer, no internet, because certain areas didn't have internet. The school district, I think, did a fabulous job preparing for this fall. But last year was basically, a, I think, a, you know, from our perspective, uh, 
I don't think they could have done any better, but it was a lost half a year, kind of, because, you know, if you have three children at one school and you have one computer, there's no way that you can have all those children learn. Where are we now, though? We're a year later and... Well, in the beginning of the year, they allowed all these kids to be distance learning, but how do you ask a child to, to be on the computer for six hours and expect them to be there paying attention in their home? And we didn't, I, I think people were just still just afraid. So they didn't go to school. They stayed at home, most of them. And slowly but surely, we've got them back. And I would say we're, uh, although Jamie would have much more information than I about the numbers, I know it's well above 50%. I think it's more like 70% in terms of the kids back. Kids need to be around kids in order to, you know, that's just the way we, we're kind of built, right? We're, we're around our friends and we talk to our friends and we hug our friends and when we have to be at home, we can't hug them and we can only sort of see them maybe, you know? So you, you, know, you know all of the, all the stats and all the important stuff. We just come and observe. Jamie, you know? tell us what's happening in the school district. So, I mean, <clears throat> I think we're in a much better place than we, clearly we were last March, and I would say that, you know, Ted's probably right. Maybe we didn't lose a half a year, but from March to the end of the school year, it was interesting to see when we came back in the fall um, just how much was lost, and we kind of call it the unfinished work. You know, the unfinished learning is really what we call it. But, um, you know, interestingly enough, I, I, I do think it was a, like our superintendent would say, a Herculean task, but it's almost incredible um, between partnerships like TED and the municipalities and the Educational Foundation, how we all kind of grinded together, kind of that village ap approach. I know it sounds cliche, but it really has been. Um, when you think about like every child having a one-to-one -one computer at this point, the deployment of over 100,000 computers to kids, um, the outreach to get Wi-Fi, into every single home. We're still actively working on uh, Wi-Fi extenders, hotspots from like T-Mobile and Sprint, um, just extensive partnerships to get Wi-Fi to every child. Has it helped? Have you seen uh, tremendous increased? Um, a tr a tremendously. But you know, you know, to kind of again speak to what Ted speaks has spoken about. You know, getting Wi-Fi into the homes and, and, and getting computers into the house has, has not really, um, uh, I don't want to underscore the impact of the social-emotional pieces that have impacted our families and our children throughout this year. Because we know, especially for young children, coming into the schools and having that sort of SEL, what we call social-emotional learning, being around their peers, being around their teachers, not having those connections, irregardless of how well we've put a curriculum out there and, you know, the hybrid teaching that we're doing, we're teaching in school. And simultaneously, you know, our students have been through a trauma. And, and so we're doing all these things, and I, and I think we're mitigating the circumstances, but at the end of the day, we can't underscore the impact that it's had on not just academics, but there are social emotional beings. You know, you, you, got, you got to remember something. You're frustrated. Everybody's frustrated. But you got to remember something. First of all, let me congratulate you on the outstanding job you did before the pandemic. I mean, just simply outstanding. You know, I grew up, my teacher, my sister, everybody in my family has been in the Board of Education of New York City one way or the other. Everybody. 
What you did back then was outstanding. What has been created now shows the flaws in the system that we have to work on. But again, coming back over here, outstanding because you're making adjustments on the fly. Yeah, for sure. Nobody in their right mind can ever, ever put a finger on what you guys have accomplished. Because you're right, psychologically, we're talking about damaging people's minds for the next 20 years here. Oh, they call these kids the COVID generation. That's right. So don't be frustrated. I applaud because anybody else would have quit. You guys well, we're didn't not quitters, quit. Man. You didn't quit. We're not you're right. Quitters. So don't be frustrated. I applaud because you know what? We're just going to get better at it. Yeah. We're going to get better at fixing the problems. We're going to get out there and get it done right. And kids are going to look up and say, you know, caring makes a difference. If you care about something, you ever heard your parents always tell you, if you really want to be something, you got to want it, you got to go get it. And that's all you've done. Yeah, there's one computer, and then there'll be two, and then there'll be three, but you just got to keep going. And that's what I see that you do. That's what you bring. Well, we're, we're uh, you know, when I say frustrated, I'm frustrated because we can't do more. It's kind you know, of... It's, it, when, when you want to teach the children and they are um, at home, and they've been at home all day, and they've been on the computer all day, how do you ask them to be on the computer for another 45 minutes to take a reading class after they've already been on the computer for that long? It's just, it's almost an impossible task. So we basically cut back the number of classes that we had. We know, though, going in for next fall, when, they, when we are pretty confident the kids will come back, we, we know we're gonna have even more kids than we had before, and we're gonna probably have to go to four days. All this takes money, you know, but we're committed to making that happen. We just have to go back after it more and ask people and spread the word that this is, this is something that's important because a year ago, before COVID, uh, at one school, uh, where we have our programs, there were 17 kids in third grade reading at first grade level. Beginning of this year, there were 40. So it's not just a, these aren't, this is reality. These children lost a lot. Yeah. It doesn't mean they've lost it forever because the minute that you get back in there and that you show them that you care and that they can do it, you're going to find success. But it's, you know, they, we've, lost, we've lost a year, basically, for most of these kids. And we don't know what toll that's going to have. And the teachers, I mean, we gave teachers, we gave 1,800 thank you cards to teachers this year. We did that because, can you imagine trying to teach for a few kids here in the classroom and then put on and have your safety goggles on and your plastic face mask and try to teach to a whiteboard and teach kids at home? and then have to, at the end of the day, not only talk to some parents, but talk to parents of kids who weren't there when you looked on the computer to see if they were there, and why weren't you there, and their day was forever. There's so, and we talked about it this morning, there are so many layers to this, but I know my silver lining. We yeah. got more Wi-Fi into yeah. the right. houses. Well, in, in addition, I, would, I think we would be remiss not to point out our teachers and how incredible they have been yes, this year. Absolutely. Um, 
that I think that they did not even realize what, what they had in themselves and what they were able to accomplish this year in terms of being able to do the hybrid teaching. And, and so when I also think about though the teachers and then I think about programs like Roots and Wing, there is hope. Our children are resist, resilient and I think that we can't forget that. And I think it's important that we don't just focus on what's been lost but what we have in front of us and the strengths that are in front of us. And it's been tremendous to have Roots and Wings continue to partner with us this year. And sometimes he underscores his importance even in a, in a, in a time like this. Um, and uh, just being able to kind of have those morale boosters for our teachers this year has been really incredible for that, to continue that work because they have been incredible, our teachers, and they've weathered a really tough storm. Um, and in addition, you know, um, I do give credit to everyone in the Palm Beach County School District because while we're not going to say that there hasn't been learning loss and that there hasn't been trauma and impact, um, there's been a lot of successes that have come out of this year as well. And we've learned a lot this year. Mm -hmm. And there may be some things that we learned that we won't, that we can't unforget now in moving forward. Even, you know, the new normal, you know, what is normal anymore in terms of, we've learned a lot about technology. We've learned a lot about our children. We've learned a lot that I think that learning will look a little bit differently next year, you know? Well, I want to tell me some of the positives because we talked this morning on our morning show. If you could rewrite the past year, redo. Would, would you, you rewrite it? Would you rewrite it? Would you, or would you undo it? I mean, would I undo COVID? Sure. <laughs> but, but, um, I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I think something that, you know, you had said to me, you had said before in terms of like, just we were kind of creating it as we were going along. Um, I think there's always lessons learned when you implement things, right? Whether it's how you communicated it, whether it's, you know, um, in reference to the curriculum itself. But again, I think I guess I tend to focus on the positives in terms of the relationships we've created with families, the outreach that we've had, the community support, um, sort of the gathering and coming together, um, the ability to create curriculums on the fly, that's, we really, um, we really learned a lot about ourselves and what we can do in terms of leading in a crisis. And I think that's really, really key in moving forward that um, we're capable of more than we think we are. And we think about getting a one-to-one -one ratio of computers and Wi-Fi into every home in, the, in Palm Beach County uh, and the ability to provide that SEL support, the ability to work with the state and even to be able to provide funding to give extra tutorials and extra money for summer school and intervention through programs like TEDS. Um, I, I mean, I have to say that there's always lessons to be learned, but I think we also learned how resilient we are as a community. It's, it's an amazing it, lesson. It's funny because before all this happened, it was talk about how much to pay teachers. It was talk about whether or not teachers were going to carry handguns. It was talk about in, in New York City about the bilingual program. Right. It was talk about when I was coaching football and they gave Freddie that opportunity to take advanced classes in the day and parents wanted to know what was in it for them. I mean, you talk about where we came from and all of a sudden, hey, you know what? Teachers are pretty important. You know, your future relies on your kids and learning relies on what you guys do. So I think that would I rewrite the past? Yes, I said I would. But in this aspect, I think it's going to make us stronger. Now, I could be wrong, because I've been wrong a lot in the past, but I think it's going to make 
the educational system stronger. So instead of picking up a dollar from a person, we pick up 50 cents. But we need the money. And I can say it where he can't. We need money. We need money to get these programs going. We need money to put it, to put it into the system. Remember that walk I told you I wanted to do to Miami? Take all these kids and walk down I-95 and shut it down. It's very doable now. But think about this. Everyone's so quick to point fingers at the superintendent of Palm Beach County and administration all over the place. They open schools that shouldn't open schools. The teachers are stressed. They're not stressed. Are they getting paid? No one has talked about the one-to-one -one ratio of computers to houses. This has become a great, because those who don't have the means to pay, didn't have it, they now have it. No one talks about, they all talked about how they didn't have Wi-Fi, but they're not talking about how you have forged these great community relationships with Roots and Wings and with T-Mobile and Sprint to get Wi-Fi into these homes, to give these kids fair access. Is it all equal? Probably nothing in life is equal, life but is it fair? Do they now have a better chance at getting things done? And no one's giving you the credit, not you, but the, yeah, the, the district the credit on where it is due. The teachers being creative to get a curriculum on a piece of paper, but now how do you implement right. that on a monitor and in the classroom? I mean, they're not getting... The positive message, why? You tell me because bad news gives ratings. But I would love to see the Good News Network give ratings on what you guys have done to change lives. Well, I appreciate you saying that as well. And I think one thing that we need to make clear, I think you just brought up something that triggered this, is that if nothing else, what this process has done is it's allowed us to see the inequities sort of in our district. It's made them stand out a lot more than they would have before. You know, we've been... Um, working on equity uh, in our district for some time now, but I think that the pandemic has really exposed things um, in our district. Um, for those um, children that may not live in areas where Wi-Fi was accessible or thinking about you know, getting food to children and those things, and, and also learning loss for our black and brown children has been more significant um, for our white children. So I think that this has really made us take a long, hard look at what we're doing in terms of equity within our district. And so when you talk about, you know, what would you not have redone? Well, I think that this has been a, um, an opportunity for us to do more in moving forward. Agreed. And one of the things that I've uh, recently found, which I've, you know, our after school, I want to call it our after school project uplift. But one of the things that happened at Orchard View is parents came to the school and said, we need this reading program for our kids. Our kids are falling behind. And Lisa Lee called me up and said, well, can we, can we do, do we have to do it after school only? I said, Lisa, you got the program. Do it whenever you can. So we have, we have a program running at 7 o'clock before school opens at 8 o'clock. We have teachers who are willing to come in early and kids through their parents for the first time. Can you imagine parents and kids and the school working all together rather than, oh, that couldn't have been my child doing that, right? Now every, you, you see more, I think, and that's one of the positive outcomes that may happen out of this is the parents are understanding they play a role in the total outcome. And if you want your child to, to be a better reader and they're not a better reader, part of it is going to be on you. Lot, not just on the school. Agreed. Yeah. And uh, I think that's, that's important because this is a thing which the whole 
group has to circle around. The one fact that I learned in the last three months, which is inspiring to me, however, is that when you take all the negatives, if you don't pass the third grade test, right, 74% of kids never graduate from high school. That's a depressing number. But if you take the reverse of it and you say, what happens if you do pass that test? Take the poorest neighborhood. If the child passes that test, he has an 88% chance of graduating from high school. And that's the same as if he came from a wealthy family and went to private school. So if you give the child the confidence and the ability to pass the test, you got a real shot at life that you don't have if you haven't passed the test. And that's why Roots and Wings is focused on that like laser beam on that third grade. Right, let's passing take a, that test. Let's take a commercial break when we come back. Let's talk about that because I don't even know how they're possibly even giving these tests right now. That's a whole nother topic. We're going to take a quick commercial break when we come back more with Roots and Wings in Palm Beach County School District. Stay tuned and we'll be right back. The way you live your life says a lot about you. The way you choose to commemorate your lifetime can say even more. It's a single event that speaks volumes. So how do you celebrate a life? Dignity Memorial Providers believe that your memorial service should be as unique as you are, reflecting your personality and your passions. It should be a perfectly tailored send-off, a fitting tribute for family and friends to celebrate the person they love. We're professionals at catering to your every need, right down to the catering. In fact, no detail is too small. So when it comes time for a fitting tribute, we'll see that your final wishes are beautifully fulfilled. It's what Dignity Memorial providers are known for. and why you should rely on us to see that your life is well celebrated. The celebration of a lifetime begins here. Hi. I'm Tracy McDonough, owner and founder of Healing Moments. Healing Moments is a healing playroom, a mind-body-spirit center. Our service is love and compassion, and the environment is soothing, peaceful, and inviting. Every area is designed for healing and peace. We deliver services such as massage therapy or lymphatic drainage, energy healing, and Reiki chakra balancing, physical vascular therapy for circulation and pain, vibrational medicine using frequencies and oils, and music in order to calm and relax your mind, body, and spirit. We also offer detoxification services using infrared sauna, ionic foot baths, and power plates. All of our modalities are designed to reduce stress, anxiety, induce relaxation, relieve pain, 
and provide detoxification and inflammation reduction for optimal healing and wellness. If a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Have you ever felt that your voice goes unheard? And you think that you can make a difference if only someone would listen. It's time for women in business to have a place to step into your power. A platform to embrace your hopes, dreams, and your visions. A voice to heal and restore. Your voice can make a difference. We have a platform you deserve to share your story and let your voice be heard. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself the chance to be heard and shine bright. Contact New Dawn Media by texting CAFE to 55312. That's C-A-F-E to 55312. Or call us at 866-224-5422. Your voice can make a difference. In these changing times, it is more important than ever for women to invest in themselves and develop a network for business growth. Through FemCity Boca del Rey, you will become a member in a group of women whose goal is to help one another with advice, tips, and guidance to connect and engage with one another. For more information and discount pricing, log into bit.ly slash Brooklyn Cafe Fems or Fem City Boca del Rey for more information. Fem City is more than a women's networking group. It's business for your soul. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. And an angel gets their wings. I know. Now we are back at the Brooklyn Cafe on a Taco Tuesday, according to Slick. They're turning things over. We've got colored pencil artists coming to you today at 2.30. It's been a busy studio in here today. You know, it's funny because I've been, I've been listening to what they're talking about. When I was in the third grade, I couldn't speak Spanish, uh, English too well, because my parents were both Hispanic. And I used to pronounce words worse than I do now with other words. And Ms. Goldstein said to me, why don't you go to summer school? And, and learn phonics, I guess is what it's called, right? Do you know that from the third grade up to the seventh grade, I went to summer school voluntarily, every year. A kid volunteering to go to school in the summer so that I could learn to speak better English. And I ended up going to high school in Puerto Rico. <laughs> then I had to learn Spanish all over again. But it goes to show you, I think that the determination is something that you can't measure. And I think that what you guys are going to bring to the equation because you're doing what you're doing is that you're going to install determination in people, in these young minds, in these young kids. And they're not going to be afraid to try anything. I mean, kids aren't afraid to try anything anyway. But they're going to be less afraid, and they're going to go after it. And I think that in 10 years, you're going to see an uptick 
on everything. Is it looking bad now? Yes. How do they do tests? The whole nine. You know how you do it? You find a way. You challenge, and they will answer. If you don't or you pamper them, they won't. What's happening with summer school for this summer, upcoming summer? So right now, um, we're doing our regular summer school um, for our third graders, um, as well as our ESE students and our uh, students of, that's our English language learner students. But that, in addition, you know, there'll be some hybrid, which means, you know, some virtual, some in-person. But in addition, we're using some of the CARES Act dollars to create uh, summer school opportunities at the home schools. So where individual schools will receive some dollars to be able to actually implement some summer school opportunities for students, maybe in kindergarten, first, second, you know, in any grade, um, and be able to kind of curtail that to their community, as well as the middle schools and high schools receiving those dollars. We want to make sure that we get those high school students to graduation. So we do have some virtual learners and other learners that may have been really impacted by this year and the ability to not be in school and we want to make sure that we give them the opportunity to get to their graduation. And Terry and Alan, you guys are going to be there helping the kids through the summer as well? Well, we've, we've done several things during the summer, but uh, our, our real pro focus is on the fall. Okay. And, um, you know, it's, it's harder in the summer because not all the kids that are going to the individual schools that they they may be going back to that school, but they can go to Parks and Rec in Delray, or they, they, they are, can be funneled into so many different places. Some of them go to the Achievement Center, some of them go to Milagro. So there's not, and it's not like they all go to their school back for summer school. Not, it's not- They go different areas. Orchestrated that way. But I, but I will tell you this, not to change the subject somewhat, but being on the street and, and dealing with so many businesses in the community, well, the nicest thing before they understood under education and they understood teacher helping teachers but what this has done is brought education from like everyone knew it now everyone knows it and that's a difference so when I go around the community and I and I talk about helping teachers and rewarding teachers and they're all gung-ho but now what's even more special for me is that I now have a new group and those are the kids and when you go and you, and you talk about what the kids are losing and, and how we have to gain back the confidence and coming from, you know, our schools are all Title I, so they're, they, they're, they're home by themselves a lot of times or the two parents are out or the grandmother's watching them. The importance that education is not a, is not a luxury, it's a necessity. And if you don't help us, we're gonna lose so much, you know. You look at the millennium kids of where they are today and they always show that. Well, we don't want our kids to be a statistic five or 10 years from now. And I think personally, because I'm on the street, the one thing that has really boosted my morale to go out and get more is that the word teacher now has the respect that I had when I was growing up. I mean, my teachers wore ties. It was Mr. or Mrs or miss, instead of just calling them by the first name. So the community is remembering their youth and how they got to their jobs and their, their professions based on what? Reading, writing, and the teachers. And, and that's what is making us in Roots and Wings getting profitable in the community and knowing our names. And, and that's what's really exciting, that teachers, the job of a teacher 
has more respect, in my opinion, now than it's had for, for the longest time that I could remember. And, and that's the beauty of, the sadness of it is this is the beauty of it. A lot of things that we've learned, the social emotional learning curve is huge about being able to socialize and get off their phones. And here we are giving them computers and phones. There's so many levels to it. But I wanna ask you before we go, lunches and breakfast over the summer. I can't believe we're in April and discussing summer. Is there food, do, do they provide food for kids when there's no school? Um, I don't have the exact details for what the, the feeding sites or what that's gonna look like this summer. So I don't wanna speak too soon. All of those things are still in the works at the district level. But it's still so. in discussion. So yeah, they're still in discussion. Um, but what I, like, what I will say that kind of I look at as an opportunity, again, going back to what we've learned, lessons learned, you know, in the past we wouldn't have even thought like, oh, well, there's some kids that, you know, may not really want to come to the school or a teacher that doesn't want to drive, get up and go to the school, but they may be able to participate into some, in some summer learning virtually. And we know that that's not, you know, necessarily the best, but it's, it, but it's something. So we probably will be able to reach a lot more students this summer than we ever have before. So that's how I... I'm, That's amazing. I'm, I'm hoping that will come to fruition. Tell us about the book you brought, Ted, or someone brought. Oh, this, this was a wonderful, you know, last year when we couldn't do so many things, we got this, this particular book got donated to us. And uh, I got asked by the Spirit of Giving, they said, we have somebody that wants to donate some books. And I said, well, we'll be happy to take some books. What is it? And they said, so then they started making some statements. They said, well, it's only one title. And I said, well, that's probably okay, you know, okay. Then they said, and we have a lot of books. And I said, well, what's a lot of books? They said, we got 18,000 Holy books. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, that's what I said at first. I got, yeah, a so lot of my books, 18,000. 18,000 books. So then I said, okay, well, I'm not going to say no right now. Let me think about that. So I looked up with the school district and knows, know that in first, second, and third grade in Boca del Rey and Boynton Beach, there are 10,000 kids in the public schools. So I said, I'll take them. Because then I called the Education Foundation and said, you have Title I schools in the rest of Palm Beach County. Can I give you those books and you'll do it? Then, of course, because I'm a collaborator, not an individualistic person, I got all these organizations that we put a sticker together that collaborated with us, of course helping to put the sticker in the book. Right? 18,000 books requires people putting stuff together. We wrapped the book for every teacher. Wow. We left the books unwrapped because in the front of the book, it says this book belongs to. Now I can tell you that there are lots and lots of kids who've never had a hard covered book. Wow. Lots of private school kids have had hard covered books, but there are lots of first, second, and third graders who've never had one. And so I said to the principals, have the teacher write the child's name inside and saw, have the teacher sign the book and date the book. Because I guarantee you, in many, in many households, this is the first book they have. Wow. So we got a chance to visit 30 schools and got up to uh, the Education Foundation's Red Apple Supply House to give books out up there. But we, gave, we dropped them off at every one of the public schools in Delray, Boca, and Boynton. Well, tell everyone the name of the book. really great. The name of the book is? Oh, the name of the book is The Boy Who Cried Wolf. It's one of the Aesop Fable books. And it's, depending on what age group, but everybody can read it at those three or have somebody read it to you. And it's an ABC Mouse book, which is a very popular series of 
of books that are wow, out there. Wow, that's so amazing. I'll it's give you the book and you can have one for your library here. We would love that. We've got, actually, we've got a lot of books, books we could give you. 18, we got books. 18,000 books was a scary number. And we wrapped them in boxes, so I had to buy boxes. 25 books got in a box. <laughs> you know, we had to make the boxes. <laughs> Alan and I were taking flat boxes and taping the boxes, and then we had to figure out for each school, how many kids, how many classes? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Would you go to the warehouse or they delivered 18,000 books? They delivered 18,000 books to a garage and we... Really? Yep. That's last And the last pallet fell off. Yeah. And we had... Of course. I had thousands of books. Laying on the floor. On the floor. And then the guys got off the trucks and we had to restack them. We had a garage full of books. So we had to take all the books and count them and separate them by 25s. And put them into bo make boxes, put them into 25s, label them. We took them all over the place. We had wow. uh, the Junior League has a program called Done in a Day. We took 3,000 books to them. It was done in a day. You know, we had like 25 adults that came in that night, two ships. We, we got had, done. I, I think financial. They we dropped off books to them. Right. They took them out. Put, you know, labeled them. The Rotary Club of Boca. You know, I mean, it was It was just amazing how many people wanted, and COVID was one of those things that probably helped us. I'm stuck in my house. This is a great opportunity for me to do something and be help and yep. feel helpful. And they were helpful and make so, a difference you know, in a child's life. I you can't take believe advantage yeah. when you can get advantages. You know. There never are silver no. linings. There this are definitely some silver. You slip through his <laughs> I know. We got a deal for you after the show. We're going to talk to you about how can people find you and get more information to help um, to donate. Well, the the best thing is to just look. I think on online. It's uh, www.rootsandwingsinc.org, right. and uh, we do have scholarships. We offer scholarships for people who who have five hundred dollars that they'd like to to scholarship a child in our reading program. And, uh, but a donation, no matter how large or small, is always welcome because you're part of the solution and not part of the problem, right? Excellent. But the main thing is what makes our organization very special, and, and I take tremendous pride in it, is that we are what we call, I tell people, we are 100-0. And that, so everything that, and how people participate with us, every dollar that we take in goes right back to the, into our organization. There's no administration fees. So when you really participate with us, you really are participating because it's real. You know, we don't, we now, do it right. You see, the problem is that Alan only goes halfway because when I'm standing here, he doesn't like to embarrass me. But the truth is, the way we do that is that I give, I give a certain amount of money a year which covers the administrative expenses. Because I don't think that it's fair if you give money to have you know, 38% or 42% to be, to be administrative charges. I think that you want to give your money. You want to say, the money I give is the money, is money going to the right place that I think it's going to go to, not to so-and-so salary. So I don't take a salary. I, I work harder at this job than I ever worked in my, in my life at my full-time job when I used to have a job. Oh, my God. It but is all about the kids. This is yeah. the most important work I've ever done. Thank you so much for joining us. Jamie, pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you Alan well. and Ted, always a pleasure. What a great show, always about the kids. How it all just lined up beautifully today. I know, it's it a good thing we had no gas. Check <laughs> it out, rootsandwingsinc.org.
RootsandWingsInc.org. More information, Palm Beach County School Districts, there is always a silver lining. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Be safe, be kind to each other, and we will see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. drive time. And don't be late. Bye-bye. Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show is over, the Brooklyn Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the laughs from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring more good cheer next time. You can follow the Brooklyn Cafe on Facebook at the Brooklyn Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. Well, see you next time. Wish you could unfreeze my heart and